Hello and welcome to Planet Wool, a podcast from the International Wool Textile Organization. We would like to say thank you to the Australian Wool Innovation and the Woolmark Company for supporting the production of this podcast. Australian Wool Innovation and the Woolmark Company, owned by and working for Australian wool growers across research, development and marketing of the world's greatest fibre. At Planet Wool, we bring you a series of wool industry experts from the 85th Congress of the International Wool Textile Organization. The speaker of today's episode is Raffaello Napoleone from Pitti Imagine in Italy. Enjoy Raffaello Napoleone from Pitti Imagine in Italy. Good evening. Uh, thank you very much to IWTO for inviting me. I'm very happy. It's my first time here in uh, Australia. I'm very excited. In fact, there are 27 years I'm working uh, uh, in this field, and uh, this is my first experience uh, where wool, in fact, plays a major role. Um, I would like to present you very briefly with a video uh, our company that, in fact, is the company that launched Italian fashion uh, from Florence in February 51. Till that moment, uh, all the Italian couturier used to buy sketches and collections in Paris, inviting then the customers and saying, this is the new uh, uh, Dior or uh, Balenciaga collection. And then they used to make some corrections and sell the collection, and sell the, the, the new collections. Finally, a gentleman from Florence, Giovanni Battista Giorgini, decided to invite three couturiers from uh, Milan, three from Rome, and one from Florence, and was Emilio Pucci, asking them to invent a real Italian fashion, much easier and cheaper compared to the French fashion. And uh, in this nine minutes video, you will see a uh, all the activities, mainly, in the, of course, in the fashion world, but recently we started also in food, in fragrances, and uh, we set up during these years uh, a foundation concerning culture. We did uh, a major uh, program of uh, contemporary art and contemporary uh, presentation concerning fashions. So I ask you just nine minutes of passions, to be patient, and then uh, we'll tell you something about Pitti Filati. Thank you, thank you very much. Could be the presentation, it has been a bit too long. And so, uh, uh, yes, yes, probably yes, this is both my feeling. And uh, so I'm going to change and uh, summarize a bit my presentation about Pitti Filati. But before starting, uh, I would like to explain something because uh, uh, looking at, watching at the video, you can have the impression that fashion shows and everything happens in Florence. In fact, it's not like this. We, uh, in fact, handed all the business about Italian fashion till the mid of the 70s. Then, due to a lack of uh, vision, of strategy, all the women's uh, fashion shows and trade shows moved from Florence to Milan. And uh, the men's were fashion shows moved to Milan. But fortunately, uh, thanks to Pitti Imagine Uomo, we safeguarded the uh, men's trade show. That now is, in fact, uh, and I touch uh, iron. Uh, is the leading uh, uh, trade show worldwide and is the leading trade show uh, in menswear, in filati yarns, in children's wear, because we started, and I'm coming back to what uh, Phil Dickinson of uh, Summer Ideas said before, we decided, probably first trade show worldwide, to work on our uh, brand, brand awareness, uh, avoiding to be perceived worldwide just like a trade show. 
when you saw some events, and this was just one-tenth of what we have done in the last 25 years, in fact, we invested a lot about the culture of fashion, the real culture of fashion, the real uh, research, the real uh, investment uh, in the uh, creativity around uh, uh, fashion. And Pitti Imagine Filati is uh, the example, I'm not reading what I prepared, of what we have done uh, till now from this point of view. Uh, we have uh, about, uh, uh, it depends from the season, uh, 136 exhibitors uh, for Pit Imagine Filati winter, uh, 120 for Pit Imagine uh, Filati summer, the summer season much weaker. We have a lot of buyers arriving from the countries you can see. The Thailand market is growing. We have a lot of journalists. We use all the social medias, and the social media are performing better and better. We started, in fact, many years ago. At the very beginning, my idea was to work with, the, uh, with Boston, with the MIT. I met, I met also uh, Nicolas Negroponte, because I thought it was the future. But in that moment, uh, the uh, portable, the cellular phone was so, so slow in the charging the images, so we, we waited, because we thought that this, this was a, a fantastic frontier to follow. These are the, the figures about Pitti concerning uh, the winter season, which is much stronger, and will be the next season in July. We have uh, mainly uh, uh, spinners uh, producing uh, wool, also if, uh, uh, of course, today you need also to, to mix uh, uh, the offer and to do a lot of uh, research. We started and this is my uh, concept about the search, in 1977, so 30 years ago, close to 30 years ago. And in the very beginning, the main designers used the um, uh, Italian uh, spinners to produce collection to be shown uh, on the cakewalk organizing uh, fashion shows. So we work with uh, uh, Yoji Yamamoto, with Armani, with Ferret, with Missoni, uh, with uh, Comme des Garçons, with the main. After 10 years, it was much more difficult to follow this way to present the new collection, where wool played a major role, uh, because uh, the fashion shows used to be everywhere. Uh, I mean, Milan, in Paris, in London, New York, it was difficult to enter this calendar for a problem that today is much more difficult to handle, uh, the problem of overlapping of dates. And this will be the big issue for the next future. As you know, uh, worldwide, uh, the uh, uh, fashion shows uh, week uh, are discussing about the dates uh, to choose. Gucci just announced that they are cancelling uh, the... Uh, I mean, they, are not concerned, they are changing their strategy, putting together the menswear and the womenswear probably in September and uh, in uh, February, March. So this is a big change. We did these fashion shows for uh, 10 years, and then we decided to change the formula, and we went to the, uh, what we call Spazio Ricerca, the space of research, doing a real and setting up a real uh, laboratory of research uh, using different uh, designers, because we understood, following our mailing list, that uh, the uh, 5,000 uh, people visiting uh, Pitimagine Filati used to be not just uh, the designers of the fashion studios behind the big brands, but we found uh, people arriving from Fiat, uh, people arriving from Luxottica, 
and very different uh, industries because uh, uh, we uh, represent and we set up the only appointment that does a deep research in colors and uh, in uh, what you look for the new materials. Uh, and so we decided to set up every season different kind of presentations with a lot of fantasy. And uh, it's very successful, in fact, because we try to um, uh, add and to do experimentations uh, season after season, using talents, uh, doing a lot of scouting, of course, um, putting in value the Made in Italy, so the strength of our industry. We use a lot of technology, so we, do, we try to ask our exhibitors and uh, our manufacturers to do as much innovation as possible. Uh, the research is uh, the, the, the real uh, world to which we look for. In the meantime, uh, we are helping a lot the young designers. Phil the Yarn is a competition with uh, uh, about 13, 15 uh, uh, international schools. Uh, we invite uh, uh, stu students, in fact, uh, to produce with uh, uh, yarns of our exhibitors new collection. Then there is a Jewy jury that uh, evaluate these presentations and then the students that at the very beginning are just students uh, start to be the uh, visitors of our exhibitions because then they are invited uh, in the in the companies in the manufacturer italian or international in the meantime we set up also a neat club uh, we understood that many of our visitors are also looking for manufacturing network and so we started with the NEAT club, inviting uh, in summer around 15, 18 uh, um, knitting producers, and uh, in winter a bit more because the winter season, as I told before, is much, much stronger. The export for the Italian industry, this is in euro, we forgot to put euro, uh, is 4 billion uh, euros uh, in network, so it's very important, with a, a very interesting increase in foreign sales. Uh, it's just Russia that is suffering a lot. The states are performing very well. China also, if uh, the market is changing, performed very well last year. And uh, in fact, and this is something very interesting to say, we believe that the future of fashion uh, will remain uh, Europe. Uh, the figures, I didn't uh, ask to prepare a slide on this subject, is that 55% of the Italian export, fashion Italian export, and so from uh, the raw material to the uh, uh, end products, uh, is in Europe. Also, if the consumption is uh, uh, coming down, is dropping in Europe, uh, we are growing because we have a, an emerging, very strong tourism. And so the Italians or the French or the Germans are buying less, but the tourism is uh, overlapping and adding a lot of uh, value to this export. And the rest is 15% export to Northern America with Canada, 10%, uh, 11% uh, to the Far East area, and the rest uh, all around the world. That means that Europe remains a driving force in the uh, Italian export. And these are the figures of the uh, 2015 export. Uh, this is Pitti Maggio Infilati. Pitti Maggio Infilati uh, is for us uh, probably the most fashionable uh, exhibition, also because uh, we think that uh, um, having all the design studios of, from Chanel to uh, Hermès, from Armani to Prada attending, in fact, we can learn a lot from this exhibition to give and add value to the other exhibition. 
Uh, this is about Filati. I just summarized a bit my presentation. Um, I want also to remember, speaking about the young designers that we started uh, recently, it was last January, a very important project with the um, uh, Woolmark organization, uh, organizing uh, the final uh, for the menswear uh, prize. In fact, the same prize that has been launched by Woolmark uh, or IWS in 1953, a very successful event organizing the Polymoda. This is because I want also to introduce to you another project we are presenting now. It's a brand new idea we had, the PT tutorship example. In fact, as I told you before, we started, thanks to Mr. Giorgini, inviting new talents, new designers in the 50s. And uh, from that moment till now, till the last few seasons of our trade shows, uh, the young designers, because we have also other uh, awards organized with Vogue, with uh, many other uh, important organizations, are helped by us uh, to present or in a booth or with fashion shows. They stay with us one, two, three seasons, seasons and after they are left alone on the market. And uh, several times, I must say also many times, uh, they lose uh, the opportunity to uh, really be successful on the market. And uh, so we decided in uh, January to set up a British uh, tutorship division whose full-time job is to accompany uh, fashion designers on their journey of growth. And so we take care about them in finding manufacturers, designers. Of course, we are not just looking to the very young uh, designer. We also take care about the one they are already in the career. Just to tell you, a company like uh, Prada has a... Um, creative uh, organization of about 260 persons. Uh, the Fend is about 80 uh, persons. Uh, you can imagine how big is this market and how many times these uh, talents, young or less talents, are lost when they have to choose and you have eventually to treat with the company their salary and uh, which, which kind of work, uh, how it has to go. And so, we understood that uh, our job uh, was, of course, to find them, to help them also when they are more than junior, but now we are acting uh, a little bit like the uh, uh, agent in literature, you know, when uh, you have uh, the very big, big fair in uh, Frankfurt about uh, literature. You don't have directly the writer discussing with the editor. You have somebody taking care about his uh, contract and all the rest. And this is uh, the next frontier, uh, because we think that uh, today, uh, and I'm very close to my finish, it's just five minutes late, uh, to be successful and to be useful for the uh, field you are working in, you need really to add services. In fact, we have many other services. We have a digital service with the EPT uh, project. We started um, taking pictures of our exhibitions uh, in each booth. Uh, the average for Pituomo is about 900 uh, uh, booths uh, uh, with photographers during the show that take pictures. And in one week, we give the opportunity to the to the uh, uh, buyers that uh, are already in our mailing list to re-enter and re-experience the show. Uh, we have also now a new project about uh, uh, the opportunity to write down orders 
uh, on an iPad, uh, we perceived recently that about uh, 80%, 85% of our exhibitors, all the exhibition used to write down orders by hand because the average, another good news, I mean, uh, unexpected, the average of uh, our uh, turnover, exhibitor turnover, is below uh, 5 million euros uh, for 70%. Uh, then from uh, uh, 70 to 80, 85, it's uh, over 100 million euros, and just 10, 15%, uh, uh, much higher. And so, the future is, uh, uh, is coming back to the Phil Dixon, is really uh, to be <clears throat> very focused uh, on the service you give, uh, very precise, uh, and trying to be just uh, half step uh, ahead of uh, your competitors. I don't want to bother you again, no more than what I've done till now, and thank you very much for being so patient, and uh, good luck to everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. IWTO will be in Harrogate, North Yorkshire for its 86th Annual Congress with another group of experts from industry and retail. To learn more about Wool or to join us at the Congress, visit the IWTO website at iwto.org or connect with IWTO on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. 